you get this an amazing job this morning. And good morning, brother and sister. Good morning. Good to be with you all this morning. Whether you're sitting here in Destiny Church or watching all night right now. I know Pastor Ian and Mama Rachel, they are watching. Hi. <laughs> I'm looking forward to sharing the word with you this morning. I want to talk about the topic of the love you had at first. The love you had at first. Let's go to Revelation chapter 2, verse 1 to 7. Revelation chapter 2, verse 1 to 7. It says, To the angel of the church in Ephesus write, These are the words of him who holds the seven stars in the right hand and walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your deeds, your hard work, and your perseverance. I know that you cannot tolerate wicked people, that you have tested those who came to be apostles, but are lost and have found them false. You have persevered and have endured hardship for my name and not go weary. Yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken the love you had at first. Consider how far you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. But you have this in your favor. You hate the practice of the Lycolic's tongue, which I also hate. Whoever has ear, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. Amen. Revelation chapter 2, verse 7 said, To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. Brother and sister, are you the one who is victorious? Are you? Are you the one who is victorious? Here is said, To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life. Where does the fruit of tree of life appear? Hello? The Garden of Eden. The Garden of Eden. God gave you the fruits of the Garden of Eden, which means you can live a life like the Garden of Eden. Wow. The Father's plan for you is 30 times, 60 times, 100 times. We can return to the Father's plan this morning. Do you believe it? This is God writing to the Ephesian church through John. The Ephesian church is established church, founded in the times of the book of Acts. Let's see how John speaks to the Ephesian church in chapter 2, verse 2 to 4. God say, I know your deed, your hard work, your perseverance, and you can discern who are true apostles and who are false. You're doing well, you're working so hard, but verse 4 said, yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken the love you had at first. Perhaps among us, maybe those who are watching online today, I believe Jesus wants to say this to you. 
Yes, you work hard. You work hard to provide for your family. You work hard to give your children the best education. You do a lot. Yes, you do a lot, but, but the first, the love you had at first, the love you had at first for your husband, for your wife, for your children is lost. Your life is not like in the Garden of Eden, but rather like in the wilderness. Why? Why? The love you had at first is lost. In verse 5, John says, Consider how far you have fallen. Repent and do the thing you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. We see that the Christian church had made mistakes. But making mistakes doesn't mean it's the end. No, it doesn't mean that. The Holy Spirit is guiding them on what to do. When you lose the love you had at first, you lose your motivation. And, you, and when you lost the love, you will start to fear. First John 4, 18 says, there's no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. When love is gone, fears come out. Brother and sister, the brother's pants for you is the Garden of Eden. Remember this. His pen for you is the Garden of Eden. It's the Garden of Eden. Sins cause people to be expelled from the Garden of Eden, but through Jesus Christ, we can return. We can return to the Father's beautiful pen. You may ask, Ben, how to go back? How do we go back? Don't forget, Jesus has already accomplished it. The love you had at first, what exactly is it? Let's interpret it with another letters today. The other letter in the Bible, we take a look at the Apostle Paul. The Ephesians church was established by him in the past. And let's go to Ephesians chapter 3. Chapter 3, verse 14 to 21. Let's read it. It says, For this reason I lived before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through this, his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts full faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how right and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love is surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to Him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or emerging according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Let's go back to verse 20. Paul said, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or emerging according to his power that is at work within us. Amen. All power that is at work within us is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, and it represents overflowing 
and it represents experiencing a life beyond what we can ask or imagine. This is because our Heavenly Father blesses us so that we can be a blessing to others. The Holy Spirit is already within us. This power is already within us. Verse 21, to Him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Brothers and sisters, I want to ask, who is the church? Who is the church? We. We are. God is among us. And through us, He is glorified. What does this mean? Because people will be amazed at saying, whoa, you weren't like this before. Why are you so different right now? The mighty power of the Holy Spirit within us is more than enough to accomplish all these things. Our Heavenly Father will be glorified through this. And Paul prayed in verse 16. He prayed, I pray that out of His glorious riches, He may strengthen you with power through His Spirit in your inner being. When we consider the Ephesian church, as mentioned in Revelation chapter 2, two, we know that they work hard and so much patience. Brother and sister, let me ask you this question. When you face your family, your spouse, your children, your parents, do you feel the weights of hard work and patience? Sometimes, yes. When you face your family, do you feel the weight of hard work and patience? If you answer yes, you should really think about it. While you may put a lot of effort into your family, usually, usually, we probably don't think or say, oh, this is so hard, right? You don't say, oh, I have to induce my children again. My daughter, Sherina, is experiencing skin problem at the moment. She's here. She, she also can't sleep well at night because her whole body starts itching. In order to prevent her condition from worsening, Joanne and I had to take turns caring for her. So when she can't sleep, it means we can't sleep either. But facing this situation, we don't say, oh, I have to induce my daughter again, right? We do say that. Why? Why we don't say that? Because when you have strength in your heart, when you have strength in your heart, this is called love. This is called love. When you have love, you won't fall into that kind of hard work and patience. Brother and sister, what I mean is that you won't just stay in hard work or patience alone. Paul tells us in Romans chapter 5, verse 3 to 5, because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Amen? This love is what gives strength to your heart. Gives strength to your heart. If your life is stuck in hard work, and patient like the efficient church, then that is the problem. That is the problem. 
So when Paul prayed for Ephesian church, he asked the Lord to strengthen their inner being according to his glories, which is full his spirit. Then John, after I want 60 years, tell them in Revelation 2.5, consider how far you have fallen, repent, and do the thing you did at first. This morning, I would help everyone understand what it means to do the thing you did at first. Because this can restore your relationship with your family, your spouse, your children, your parents, your brother and sister. Ultimately, restoring your relationship with the Heavenly Father. In Ephesians 3.17, Paul continues to pray about that Christ may dwell in your heart full faith. Brother and sister, when Jesus Christ dwells in your heart, that's the beginning. That's the beginning, the very start, right? It's our common beginning because when we believe in Jesus for the first time, for the first time, He's dwells in, in our hearts and that is called salvation. This is salvation. That's Christ may dwell in your heart full faith and sure that our love has root and is established. So, from the very beginning, the Ephesian church had an issue with the foundation of love. That's why Paul emphasized to them from the start that their love leads to have root and is established. The foundation of this, this love is accepting Jesus Christ. That is the foundation, accepting Jesus Christ. In these two passages from the two apostles, two apostles addressing the Ephesian church, you can see the consistency of the message. So, what exactly is the love you had at first? Think about it. I will help you to understand it with two questions. Are you ready? Two questions. The first question, what do you want? What do you want? Take a moment to think about it. I will give you maybe 10 seconds. You can write it down, type it on your phone. Just a simple answer. It could be a thing or an experience. What do you want? What do you want? Time's up. <laughs> the thing you wrote down or you just come out from your mind, your expectation or dreams reflect your current self-image. The scope of what you have wrote if it's mainly for your own benefit, you may find that your scope is narrow, centered solely on self-interest. If what you wrote seems weak, perhaps you don't fully trust the power of our Heavenly Father, or maybe you haven't walked closely with Jesus yet. If you wrote things beyond your own capability, that's a good sign you are welcoming the Holy Spirit. You are starting to believe that you are a child of God. If what you wrote is for the lead of other people, you are beginning to live with a mindset of loving each other. The things you wrote down reveal your current self-image. Brother and sister, do you believe that you are the light of the world? 
Do you feel that as long as you can make your own life a bit better, that's enough to be someone think of that? If you believe in Jesus but still thinking in this way, isn't there a difference from those who haven't believed in Jesus? Because belief in Jesus means walking with Him and loving each other. Let's go to the second question. The first question is, what do you want? And the second question is, what do you need? What do you need? Again, take 10 seconds to think about it. What do you need? Be honest with yourself. Remember, but remember, needs are different from wants. Ferrari, sport car are wants, not need. You understand what I mean, right? What do you need? Time's up. Do you know? Actually, when I asked you the second question, what do you need? You should be empty. You should be empty, you know? If you are following Jesus, when I ask the second question, you should be empty. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Isn't it? I didn't mean to make everyone feel bad or accuse anyone. <laughs> and this can help you understand where you have really entered into this truth. Do I truly believe that the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want? If you believe you are walking with Jesus, your answer should be, I lack loving, loving. So the key point is, these two questions help us understand a bit about the gap between the person I think I am and the real me. You know, when the gap happens, what do you do? We pant. We pant. Like, understand the real issue is we often miss the opportunity for repentance. Brothers and sisters, we often miss the opportunity for repentance. You think you need something, but in reality, you don't need it. It's just that you often miss the chance, you miss the opportunity, so you think you need those things. In fact, we fail to grasp the moment to repent. Repentance is a matter of direction. Repentance means turning back to Jesus instead of making ourselves stronger. So, how do we grasp and cherish every opportunity and chance? We need to repent and do the thing we did at first. And that is called gratitude. Thanking Jesus for redemption. The efficient we just read about discuss making Christ dwell in your heart full faith so that your love has root and is established. When the time we accept Jesus as our Savior is about receiving through gratitude. Do you know? Actually, you don't need specific resources. It's because you haven't been grateful that you may miss out on the relationship with your spouse, your parents, your children. It's a lack of gratitude, not a lack of resources. Let me ask you this. In the last few weeks or in the last week, have you actively thanked your spouse, your parents, 
Have you expressed your gratitude to your parents or your boss, your colleague? You should be thankful for this thing, shouldn't you? Especially for having a meal ready when you come home or someone taking care of you when you're unwell. Well, I was sick in the last few weeks and my wife took care of me. How wonderful is it? <laughs> your parents, your husband, your wife don't have to do these things. It's because of love. The initial connection between spouse is built on love, right? If you don't expect gratitude, you can't fully experience that feeling. Do you understand? Another question. Do you know how you lost the love you had at first? How you lost the love you had at first is when you start taking things for granted. How did you lose the love you had at first? It's when you start taking things for granted. When you don't expect gratitude, your heart becomes more and more weary. You find that you have fewer and fewer resources. Do you know how resources disappear? It's when you don't expect gratitude. In Matthew 13, 12, it says, Whoever has will be given more and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. When Jesus healed ten lepers, only one came back and fenced him. Jesus says, where are the other line? Do you know, the one leper who returns and expresses gratitude began a different kind of relationship with Jesus. When you express gratitude, you start building a new relationship. Brother and sister, Let's become people of gratitude. When you become a person of gratitude, you will discover a flood of resources coming your way. And you won't find your say, your, yourself saying anymore, I lack something, I lack something. No. When you walk with Heavenly Father, Jesus and the Holy Spirit, you lack nothing, nothing. Nothing. Cherish the Holy Spirit that is already within you. Where is redemption brought to you by Jesus Christ? Jesus has washed away your sin. Your sin atoned away like a bill that has been cancelled. You won't be transferred to the Heavenly Father and your Heavenly Father won't bring up any accounts with you. It's torn away. No longer remembered. So what we need to do is accept this grace. How do we accept it? With gratitude. I want to encourage everyone this week to go back or call your parents and thank them. Do the thing you did at first. Do it. When we were children, we were very expressive with our dad and mom, right? My daughter, Sharina, my boy will say, why always Sharina, when they hear it. <laughs> my daughter, Sharina, this year, on her birthday a few months ago, was able to expect what she wanted as a birthday gift from her daddy. She has a list, a list of things she hoped for. A list. And of course, I end up choosing just one to buy for her. It's a little trampoline. 
We don't lose the ability to expect as we go older. Thanks your parents, thanks your boss, thanks your colleague. Your parents, your boss, your colleague are not perfect. Yes, they are not perfect. But when we all return to the love we had at first, things are very different. You will find that people you work with will start liking you. Try it. Here's another question. When was the last time you fenced your pastor, your church leader, your fellow brother and sister? When? Your pastor, your leader, your brother and sister are all learning to love you. We are all learning to love you. They don't necessarily to have treated you exceptionally well, but they are learning how to love you like Jesus. When you begin doing what you used to do at the beginning, you will find that the power in your heart will start to flow. And today, go home and thank your husband or wife. Thank them, not by saying thank you for putting up with me for so long, but by saying thank you for working with me all the way. Thank you, thank you. In fact, gratitude is already within us, right? It's already within us. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for preparing all of this. And most fundamental of all is that the Jesus Christ, through our faith, Establish the roots and foundation for our love. When your love has roots and is established, your string will flow continuously. Remember, it's not by our own love or our own power, but by His love, starting from our faith. Maybe today is your time to step out to say, Jesus, I lead you. Maybe you are watching online. You want to say, Jesus, I lead you. If that is you, come to talk to one of our team after the service. We would like to pray for you if you are here. If you are watching online, you can leave us a message or email. For the rest of us today, today is time for us to say, thank you, Jesus, for saving us. No matter where you are, let us stand and sing this song as our confession right now.